0: Today's Conscious Awesome show is called From Limited Liability to 100% Responsibility. This episode, like all of our episodes, is available in video format on our Locals page, consciousawesome.locals.com. So after you finish listening, be sure to join us over there, but not before hitting the subscribe button, liking this podcast, and sharing it with all your friends. Now I wanna check in on your chocolate game because if you're not yet eating Yes Cacao, you're selling your body, mind, spirit short. Yes Cacao is the highest vibe chocolate in the multiverse. It's raw, it's wild crafted, it's delicious, and it's also infused with medicinal mushrooms, adaptogenic herbs, with all sorts of magical wonderfulness that you're not even gonna be able to believe that you've lived without for so long once you taste it. Yes Cacao is available at yescacao.com, stock up today. And as long as we're talking about taking 100% responsibility, I want to support you in doing that by way of your language. Check out my Language of Sovereign Authority webinar, which is available now as a digital download, and which will resource you with all of the languaging tools you could possibly need to stand in 100% responsibility and in your divine sovereign authority at all times, no matter what sort of nonsense is happening in the external world. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Yes, yes 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 welcome to conscious awesome this is the conscious awesome show with your co-hosts danny katz and justin polgar that is me and we are here to really we're here to entertain each other while educating anyone who's listening including ourselves i hope you're listening i'm listening i'm very engaged in our conversations which is part of what instigated this whole podcast adventure um it's because we just have very satisfying cup-filling conversations multi-dimensional mm, we'll say multi-dimensional permission-based conversations that the aim seems to be I've just always kind of enjoyed this aim in having conversations with you Danny that our we're upping each other's game. Like yeah. there's some in- agreement that we made prior to incarnating, we're like, "Hey, uh, this is one of your planetary support partners. They're responsible for encouraging your best, and you theirs. Um, don't fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the show today. Episode what do we at thirty 35. I wow, thirty five. Amazing. Um, a fine number. An eight, an infinite. So episode 35, um, we are jumping in. It's kind of a, I don't even know if we've named this episode, but the topic is really around the limited liability of our culture. Like how, how we are aiming to have as little liability and take as little responsibility as possible and leverage that to get as much power as possible it goes against spider-man rules with great power comes gay responsibility great not gay responsibility comes yeah great
0: i feel like it's like how much responsibility are we willing to take and what would it look like to live in a self-responsible culture world i am uh, riffing because we haven't named it
1: yeah i'm i imagine I'm, I'm i imagine that the more and this is in my in personal relationships when two people are taking a hundred percent responsibility each. So I'm taking a hundred percent responsibility for the experience that's happening. And you are, that seems to work much better. Not to get into the hierarchy of things, but that's way fucking better when as many people as possible joining together in a group can take responsibility that just eliminates so much chitch so much unnecessary drama i mean i I feel like we're witnessing a little bit of a of a drama unfolding right now in our country and the world i'm being (laughs) i'm being a little facetious just a little
0: a little and it's all about the unwillingness to take responsibility because people are not being self-responsible with their bodies with their awareness with their understanding of virology, global politics, uh, civics, right?
1: Consequences.
0: Exactly. Then they're imposing their will upon everyone else. It's so inefficient. Like look at Occam's razor and how like all of, just look at the plexiglass installation. Granted, it's been a boon for the plexiglass industry, but all the money and time and effort and resources that have gone into plexiglass installation as one tiny result of people not being willing or resourced to take responsibility for themselves.
1: Well, you know, with the plexiglass, when I started seeing them going up, to me, I was like, this is not a temporary thing. Like this is not, you don't go and install something like that. I mean, maybe there's some like um, trickery with it being plexiglass and not like a double plain glass. You know, it's not real glass. It's just plexiglass, you know? So maybe there's something with it where that feels like, well, it's just temporary, but like, no, no, these are being installed in businesses everywhere and now that's just that's normal. Now it's just the thing. And it it should have triggered. I mean, for me, it triggered and for actually a lot of people I talked to, it was like, yeah, this is not a short term. This is not like two weeks to flatten the curve. This is not like, um, you know, we're just going to get through this in like three months. You don't, I mean, as a business owner, anytime I'm going to be spending money to change the way that I'm interacting with people, I'm like, okay, how long, like, what's the benefit? Like, what's my return on this investment?
0: Okay, so of your friends who are with you in seeing that this is not a temporary solution, are any of these people who are buying into the fiction of the fake pandemic? Uh,
1: Mostly, no. Mostly, I would say these are people who are, who right off the bat were like, "Mm, no. and, And most people are also just skeptical of establishment, period. You know, Isn't that so uh, really
0: interesting. Like the just the um, the consistency in the unwillingness to engage critical thinking, or to even play devil's adv- advocate. Like it has to be. I'm a hundred percent on board with the Santa Claus fiction, and I will never, ever, ever even consider or think about any evidence that indicates that Santa Claus might be fucking fake.
1: What? <laughs> Santa Claus is not fake. Santa Claus is as real as most things are today. Totally. (laughs) I mean, if we're talking relativity, Santa Claus has more teeth than most things today.
0: That's true. That is true. (laughs) um,
1: I mean, it even has like a beautiful history um, rooting into psychedelics and shamanic culture. I mean, that's cool.
0: That's true. That does make it more real than what we are living now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, it's actually even kind of tricky to know and to discern what uh what we are living in and by what rules we are living in
0: oh i know because I know. they seem
1: to be it's this the, part of the subversion and i and i i like I, I got it differently a couple of days ago part of the subversion is the switch from objective reality to subjective reality mm-hmm. and that keeps that keeps kind of hammering in where it's like well more and more of Culture and society and mental projection is acquiescing to subjective as dominant to objective reality. Like, did this thing happen? Well, I don't think it happened, and you do think that it happened. So, we're both right. No, we're not both right. That doesn't work like that. It doesn't work. Either something happened or it did not happen. There might be nuance to it, but it's not like my opinion supersedes truth. That's just a formula for, that's a formula for supporting, like not taking responsibility.
0: Well, and it's also a formula for chaos. And I appreciate the very deft tie-in to our episode 35 topic. And it is like, if you want to see the people you know, go at each other's throats, have them all play the same game, but give every single person a different set of rules and tell them that the aim of the game is different. Like that, that is the point, is to keep, us at each, to keep us at each other's throats. As well, in terms of this fallacy that everyone's subjective opinion counts, ours doesn't, right? Because like, if, if mine did that, like, well, I keep an alkaline physiology, I know my body, I know where I'm sick. If that was validated amidst the slew of fictions, then I would be able to move through the world un, un, uh, attacked <laughs> for not wearing a diaper on my face, but that isn't it. So it's like my limited and very wrong opinion of reality is correct. And yours, which is actually based on your lived experience, civic science and evidence, isn't. So it's not even as as sort of like all encompassing and, and accepting as one would seem in terms of living out these different fictions.
1: It's not even equality. If we're fighting for equality, it's different it's different um yeah we don't equality doesn't mean everyone experiences the same thing it just doesn't and and there's a i mean there's just there's so much shadow rising to the surface that just hasn't been dealt with for generations and that's part of it that's that's part of what i'm witnessing You know, even the shadow of not having or not knowing where the courage, surmise like where the courage is is percolating from, to stand up for your truth and know that you are right. You know, this is something we had we had mentioned the awaken the awaken the dream, uh, Instagram channel, and what you know she had just done this live, and the thing that I have just kept coming back to it over the last twelve hours is this. I tell myself every morning, um, I am right. I'm I'm right to have my opinion. I'm right to have my um, approach, and I justify that by by validating all of the research and time that I've put into this. You know, there's some there's some like there's something that ties into will you know i'm not exerting my will over someone else that that puts me in the right i am the sovereign decider of what is right for me and that's fucking powerful that's powerful and i and i feel it i mean even just in the last week uh, having interactions where i feel when i have acquiesced or when i've just said well, i don't really want to deal with that or this feels like it's This could be threatening my family or my business or something like that. Maybe I just need to go with the flow. Maybe I just need to pretend to be okay with this so that I don't call attention to things Um, because there's a larger, like it's better if I make it to the next level, (laughs) you know, whatever that means. Like if I make it to the next, you know, in the video game of life, it's better if I kind of like go with the flow to get to there so that I can um, God, does it, it, I can't even justify that fully. I can't actually be on board with that because Thank I know that God. tomorrow Thank it God. will be, tomorrow will, this is exponentially more difficult tomorrow than it is today.
0: And the single is- Again, like with eschewing personal responsibility, and there are so many places we can go and so many inspirations for this topic, but everyone just sitting around waiting for some like messianic savior or alien race to swoop in and save us. This is gonna stop when we stand up and say no. When we take responsibility for our world and our freedom and stand for it. And everyone's just sitting around waiting to be saved. It's a fucking problem.
1: Yeah, I don't actually increase my skill set around being uh, centered in confrontation by avoiding that confrontation. I don't. It also and this is doesn't a co-
0: have to be... I mean, I get it. Like... I get that people are afraid of confrontation, and this was kind of my last video. There's the energy of fighting against injustice, and there's the energy of standing for what I know is right, which is a peaceful, righteous, right-use-of-will embodiment, and if other people get bunged up, it's really not my problem because I'm not fighting them. I'm standing for what I know to be right, and I'm taking responsibility for myself. Just like if someone has fear, and that's real, I understand, like it's not fair. They're hopped up on mind control, they believe the lies, the fear that has been generated is actually releasing real cortisol into their system, then they can take responsibility for their fear and their fictional reality and do whatever they need for themselves. But they cannot tell anyone else what to do with their body to support their fiction.
1: That's a hundred thousand percent. And in the practical, and I want to provide some practical. I want to like cover some. What does that actually? What does that look like in a day to day? Like I, um, in my shop, in my office, this is, I'm I'm sovereign in here. I can do whatever I want in here. As soon as I go out into the shared foyer of the building, the fiction says, now I have to change my rules. Now, in my understanding, this is still the same body that's moving between shop, outside, foyer, shared space, whatever communal, you know, farmer's market, store, whatever. It's still my body that I'm responsible for. And... I'm just kind of like, what are what are the dynamics of that? Where, uh, like, what's the practical logic around um, you know me walking into the foyer, you know, unmasked, which I've done, you know, for months and months and months without any issue until.
0: May May I invite yes. the the edit from unmasked to free faced? Because unmasked makes it seem like we're undoing something that is so insane like we're just being free normal natural people so to to say unmasked is is to incorporate their fiction into reality which i'm not inspired to do
1: yeah I'm, it's like i'm i'm not i'm not wearing a condom right now <laughs> but i don't say i'm uncondommed. it's true you're right on i i accept your invitation to change the languaging to naked face or what did you say Free faced. Topless. Free faced. I like free faced. That feels good. It gives me like more, you know, permission to use my face. Yeah. I love that. Just as a side note, um, in having a, uh, a four month old, she turned four today. Already turned four (gasps) months old today. It's so, it's so deliciously, perfectly speeded. It's not too fast. It's not too slow. And I'm training her to speak. So obviously she needs to see my whole free face. Yes. And the exaggerated open expressions are so fun. And actually, I think they're they're doing something to my communication. They're doing something to my ability to communicate.
0: Well, is it just in seeing the reflection that you're more aware of what your facial expressions are transmitting?
1: I'm aware that the other... The other being that Areya is hyper presently focused uh, and learning, and this is just a sponge. And so I'm more, <clears throat> I'm more aware of my, of my sharing. Yeah. What if I That's treated cool. everyone like they were an infant?
0: I love that. She's not just a sponge; she's a sponge <laughs> and a high priestess.
1: She is a priestess. I love it too because people will say oh, she's such a little princess. I'm like, well. Hmm. She's such a little priestess. I like that. Yeah, it totally works better. Yeah. Um, so back to being in shared communal spaces or public spaces, it's, if if it's public, then it is actually being, it's under the jurisdiction of the constitution of the state and of the country. I would guess, I mean, that's what public areas are for, That, um, or at least governed by. Are they governed? They're guided. They guide those who govern. The, those documents are guides for those who govern.
0: Isn't it odd that we even need to figure out the documentation for our right to breathe oxygen uninhibited? I, I don't even know what to do with just that piece. That one piece of this whole sham is so mind blowing.
1: There's so many mind-blowing pieces to this. I, it, you know what occurs to me is, you know, when I when I say um, I don't, I, I'm not going to wear a mask, or I have a problem with wearing a mask. I don't. It, that, that's my problem. I take responsibility for that. Yeah. I have a problem with that. <gasps> and um, for people to say like it's just, it's just a mask, like whatever. I wear it. Doctors wear it, all, all these things. Like it's not that big of a deal. That's and your, I'm like,
0: it's just not even- totally. I don't give a shit what you think. If you think it's not a big deal, that's your problem.
1: I'm like, listen, eating bread, not a big deal. You just eat the bread, not a big deal. Unless you're fucking celiac. If you have celiacs, it's a big deal. Right. It's not a one size fits all situation. Yeah. You know?
0: And people just projecting their nonsense onto everyone willy-nilly. It's, I mean, I see it in how litigious our society has become and how, you know, since I took incarnation in this body on this planet, it's all been all these ways to safeguard ourselves from the legal system, which is not based on justice. And it's not based on fairness. It's based on who can win and who can bilk money out of situations that don't have anything to do with money. So we're all, we've all been like distorted around this like defensive, let's not get sued sort of mindset that has like, it's the initial perving that I see paving the way for what we're living Mm. now. You know, like when I trip in a store, it never occurs to me to think, who can I sue? Who can I blame? How can I get money for this? It's like, I tripped. Mm -hmm. I need to be more careful with my own body. That's it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm also like this, you know? And then, you know, even if, yeah, it just, it comes down to the structures around it as well. So like, it's my responsibility to notice if there's a puddle on the floor in a, in a grocery store, yeah. you know, of an oil. I, I need to see that if I slip and I hurt myself, then I did that to myself. And we also live in a culture where if I'm incurring medical bills, now I'm leaning on insurance. The whole concept of insurance, is basic, you know, is an entire liability structure. Like, when I think about this, I think often, you know, how would people drive or would people drive vehicles if we had to take 100% responsibility for anything that happened in that vehicle? There was no insurance. I think also just, like, the price to fix things would be totally different. Like, it it would just be such a different situation. And I think people would either drive much more cautiously or they would consider it more of a privilege, not a right. Right. Or they would just not drive because it's like dangerous. You could incur some consequence, like if I bumped into this car and now I have an unexpected, you know, eight thousand dollar bill. You know, it's kind of the the everything is dominoed on everything else in a very fragile system that is very, very much supported by the litigious farce and padded by everyone not wanting to take responsibility. Not everyone, but you know—the the, the general vibe is, don't take responsibility. But it's a house of cards. Look it, what's happening.
0: Yeah, totally. It's a house of cards, and so many things popped into my mind. And I think, I mean, there's so many issues with this house of cards, but the fact that it dissuades us from taking collective responsibility. Like, when I see a puddle of something spilled in a grocery store, I go get the grocery manager to let them know that something needs to be cleaned up because I feel a shared responsibility because I'm in the store. I'm part of the community to help. It's not everyone just so all about them and what their liability is going to be. And it's all these and you know with insurance. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Our medical insurance is so crazy because it's so tied into big pharma, which is tied into big agriculture, which profits off of making us sick and has nothing to do with actual optimized wellness. It wants us sick to make the most profit. So I'm not interested in universal health care. I'm not interested in paying in to that slave illness system on any level. But even with, like, I remember when they made, in California, when they made seat belts, it, it became a law that you had to wear seat belts. And I was a kid, but I was thinking like, why, if I wanna go through the windshield, that's my choice. Like, I, why can I not do that? Who are you to tell me how to handle my body in my own vehicle? But then that was when my parents explained this whole litigious society for me. But the problem is, is it teaches us to not, take responsibility for ourselves which is why we're all a bunch of little babies waiting to be told what to do by the powers that were who really don't have our best interests in mind
1: we're not all little babies everyone that's listening to this podcast right now is at least a toddler we're all in you know we're all evolving here right some are adolescents we're all you know we're all figuring this out as we go along and taking more and more responsibility. I mean, I, I challenge both of us. I challenge myself to engage engage in interactions that that invite me to take more responsibility. You know, there are innumerable opportunities every single day to take responsibility.
0: I mean, I'm in one right now, and I can see where it's supporting my growth. Wherein I signed a lease. And after signing a lease, my landlord changed the terms, which don't work for me, and has asked me to move. Now, I've talked to a lawyer who says the law is on my side, and I'm like, I'm going to take responsibility, and I'm going to move. Like, that just feels, that's the more peaceful, harmonious, aligned thing here. I'm not going to lean into some bullshit law. I'm going to take responsibility for not not seeing the red flags, and. I'm going to pivot and shift and take the lesson.
1: Yeah. The lesson is so valuable. It's often valuable. It's just how we take responsibility for learning the lesson, actually.
0: I think the reason... Two people
1: can experience the same thing.
0: I'm sorry. Say it one more time. I cut you off. Would you repeat that?
1: Two people can experience the same thing. And one can bring value by taking responsibility and learning their lesson. And the other one can say, that's fucked up. That happened to me. I'm a victim. Wah, 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 wah. And then, you know, the saying goes, what you hate, you recreate. And the things that we avoid are coming to knock on our door. And that's not actually the saying, the second part. but What we
0: resist persists.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
0: Um... Yeah, I mean, that's where the growth comes from. It's like, where can I take responsibility? Where can I take more responsibility? Okay, this, this thing that is happening to me feels terrible. What can I do differently? Where is the growth for me? Like that, it's that's where the empowerment comes from. That's where the growth comes from. And that makes me a more, a, like a better planetary servant, you know, a better contributor to humanity. And what I was saying was, I think one of the reasons that Burning Man is so fun is because we sign away our rights to sue for anything, even death, which means everyone there is taking responsibility and we're all free to, to, you know, like you riding your bike with your eyes closed in the middle of the playa or if I want to climb a 200-foot fire-breathing dragon, like, It's all fun because everyone there is taking responsibility. We've taken that disgusting paradigm of litigiousness off the table. And we all just get to be free and human together.
1: So much more energy in that, in that paradigm. So much freed up, you know, because it's at, you know, it's an instrument of fear.
0: That's what it is. It's just an instrument of fear. And just like, are we allowed to do this? Can we do this? And just seeing where that's seeping into my own consciousness and being super bummed out and seeing the reasons why my landlord wants me to leave have nothing to do with me as a person or a tenant or our dynamic. It's just fear and worst case scenarios that I guarantee are not going to happen.
1: Or I guarantee I will take responsibility for it if they happen. You know, exactly. there's there's no... Okay. So there, there is, there are ways through, there are ways through, what are those ways? You know, what, what does that look like? I mean, I think on an individual layer where we're inspiring each other and supporting each other in taking more responsibility, you know, so when someone comes to you and they're looking for advice and they're telling you a situation, offering them the reflection of, well, this is how you could take responsibility for it. You know, it's still a choice for that person, obviously. Um, or this, uh, you don't have to take responsibility for it. And you can, you can experience that again in another form until you want to learn your lesson.
0: Well, on that tip, I have a pretty consistent rule with my friends, which is no complaining. So if someone calls me with an issue and they just want to vent about why they're a victim, I will hang up on them and I will tell them, look, I'm not going to hear you victimize yourself. If you want to explore where you can take responsibility and where the lesson is, I'll stay on the phone with you all day. But if you're not willing to go there, and you just want, to, you know, an earpiece for why you're a victim, I'm hanging up.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good policy because it's if it's productive, that's then we're moving in a direction.
0: Well, I feel like we so, also have a responsibility to not enable other people's choice to disempower themselves. That's my own personal feeling. I would feel like I was letting. I was dropping the ball if I'm enabling that in someone I love and care about.
1: I mean, I appreciate that that element and then that you stand strong in that. I lean on on you and on, um, you know, like last night, Bailey and Barron came over and we were having a conversation about sovereignty and liberty and how to stand in what you know to be true while also being aware of consequence structures. Like the point is not to just subvert authority. That's not the point. The point is actually to live your truth and inspire others to live their truth so that we can all find more harmonic resonance and see what's possible in this experiment of humans. And, you know, I was speaking about um, wearing masks and, and just the challenge of being in a predominantly liberal area and you know really not wanting to and for the most part every opportunity that I you know every opportunity that I'm supposed to uh, I don't even like saying that wear you know wear a mask I engage it and I'm like I don't have to do this I don't want to do this how can I get around this we're having this conversation and I, I really appreciate the discomfort that initially rises when they go, stop being a slave. <laughs> when, when I'm reminded, like, hey, you are disempowering yourself, which is not which is setting example for other people, which is also setting example for your children. Which is all you know, it's this whole, it's this whole um thing that I don't want to hear but I am craving to hear because I want to be reminded of this over and over and over so that I understand the consequences of what I'm doing. It's not just this, that, the other. It's not just that. Nothing is just that.
0: That's really beautiful and what I got from that and I, and I really do appreciate that about you because I understand that you are more attuned to people's approval. I don't mean that in any disparaging way. But i understand I'm a Gemini
1: that that, people pleaser.
0: It's, it's an just, edge. It's an yeah. edge. So I, I understand and I, I love that willingness about you. But as far as us taking responsibility, we need to understand that we're responsible for our democratic republic. We're responsible for the trajectory our culture is going on now. So everyone who bends any and acquiesces, we are responsible for the future that we are seeding for our children so it's like also pulling out to the meta and the macro of like it's just it's just it's just and looking at what we're creating
1: it's just yeah it's not that word just even though it does it does
0: it's half of you
1: preamble to my name <laughs> it's half of my thirds of label. you <laughs> It's half of my, and it does, and it does hold up the word justice, you know, and the word just actually means upright. It actually means erect. It actually means to hold something like, you know, with not rigidity, but it means to hold something up. It's just, and we have weaponized the language of just to mean something that doesn't really count.
0: Mm.
1: or is separate when did that happen
0: that is so interesting you're right because that is a perversion i hadn't really thought about that it's a malignment of the word just a really solid point
1: Mm. it's great my my mind just goes to t-shirts immediately it's just i don't know i think other people have this thing too
0: (laughs) my thing I mean, there are so many places we could go and I know that we're in the wrap-up phase. And what, what breaks my heart the most about um, this outdated habit of issuing responsibility in our culture is seeing people defer to litigiousness, defer to laws and rules and authority um, instead of humanity. Like, they'll deny our humanity as humans, in favor of this, and seeing that elevated over our shared humanity hurts my little Aquarius heart a lot.
1: Yeah, I like that. It's um, I like the sub of hurts versus breaks. Thank you. Your heart. Thank yeah. you. I was gonna I was gonna call you in on that, and you did more it. Yourself. More
0: solid. I'm I'm way more. Um, I'm well stronger than that. I'm sure there's a better word, but we'll just go with that. Resilient, resilient,
1: resilient. Yes, to resilience and just to being in, just to be engaged, being engaged with your life experience. Because so much of the, I mean, when I when I zoom out a bit to where this liability is, it is kind of hovering like what's the program that's hovering, it's avoidance and fear of death. And until as a culture, we recognize the perfect placement of death, the illusion of death, the value and beauty of these instruments, but also the temporal nature of a human body. Until we really embrace that and take responsibility for what we're experiencing here, we're going to have a lot of fucked up problems that spur and kind of consequence. They make patterns from that fear because right now we are we are fearing death so much that we're afraid to live. And when we're afraid to live, we are not participating. When we're afraid to live, we are are disrespecting not only the present moment, but we are disrespecting God. We're disrespecting Everything that is collectively available for us to be you know, uplifting each other with. you know, I'm, I'm not interested in shrinking as small as possible and encouraging my fellow beings to shrink as small as possible so we don't have an impact, so we don't cause any ripples or disturbances or wrinkles. I'm just not interested in that.
0: I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're not interested in that. And that's beautiful. And and just one last thing I want to say is that because I think you're right, it is that fear of death, and it is a whole fear, worst case scenario, distrustful paradigm, and understanding that when we approach things from that energetic vibration, that's what we're seeding. That's our lens of perception. That's the world that we're creating. Um, So I invite us to just be mindful of that and switch it up.
1: Seed life life yo
0: yeah with life with love with fun with expansion with yes
1: Ah, with breath let's all take a deep breath as we close (laughs) up this yummy show here yes 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 thank you conscious awesome tribe thank you listeners Uh, i hope you guys are enjoying the odyssey the odyssey that we are on and also having a seamless experience on the platform odyssey Um, We will be expanding our platform availability and obviously we'll be letting you guys know when all of our episodes are available in multiple locations for your listening pleasure and your viewing pleasure. Um, God, I'm just so grateful that A, we have this moment in the week to connect and to just let go of some of the things that that are on the minds and hearts and that we're sharing. So thank you, DK.
0: Thank you, Justin. Thanks for subscribing, tribe.
1: Thank you. Bless you. Yes, you. Yes.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Be sure to give it a like to share it with your nearest and dearest, and remember to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss a single episode of your very favorite podcast, Word Up with Danny Katz. We'll see you soon, tribe.